0: from RTE brainstorm how to design a better office open plan offices are getting a bad rep but how can we design good quality open plan spaces that encourage collaboration while facilitating other types of work by John Walsh from TU Dublin I'm writing at my desk in an open plan office and I have headphones on however I'm not listening to music, the radio or anything. Aside from making it a little quieter, the headphones tell people I'm busy and that I don't want to be disturbed. When I have my headphones on, someone might very occasionally and apologetically come over and ask me something. Without the headphones, I'm open for business banter or a chat. It's not a perfect solution, but it's a hack that works for me. There has been a huge amount of commentary about open plan offices and the negative effects they have on people's ability to do their work. Time magazine claims that open plan offices are a hotbed of stress that sap motivation and create cognitive overload. The Guardian reports that open plan offices can be bad for your health, while the Washington Post states that the open office trend is destroying the workplace. Even more ominously, we are told that open plan offices were devised by Satan in the deepest caverns of hell, and that Open Plan offices are Satan's handiwork. On the other hand, there is much research and commentary that points to the benefits of Open Plan, such as increased communication, knowledge sharing, and better team integration. One anecdote tells the story of how Steve Jobs insisted that there be only one toilet block in a new Pixar building back in 2000, positioned right in the centre of the building. According to Brad Bird, a Pixar director at the time, Jobs realized that when people run into each other, when they make eye contact, things happen. So Steve made it impossible for you not to run into the rest of the company. The idea is that chance meetings and conversations in open plan environments can lead to unplanned collaborations that tend to happen less frequently in more traditional cellular office or cubicle workplaces. People cooperate more and share knowledge and ideas tacitly without planning it or even realizing that they are doing it. So which is it? Is open plan evil, and should we all retreat to hide in our own private offices? Or should we embrace the collaborative world of huddles and scrums? If we assume that there won't be a mass move back to private offices for the ever-increasing knowledge workforce, how can we design good quality open plan spaces that encourage collaboration while facilitating other types of work, such as work that requires quiet and concentration? Good design is not about swings, slides, the ubiquitous foosball table or whatever the latest interior trend is. Good design companies get to the bottom of how an individual business or organisation works and produces an intelligent design solution that responds to the needs of workers, allowing them to work productively, efficiently and happily on a daily basis. Well-designed workspaces provide a variety of spaces and solutions for different types of work. These might be desk work, casual meetings, formal meetings, scheduled meetings, unplanned meetings, project or teamwork, etc. Well-designed workplaces provide a balance of spaces based upon the individual needs of that organisation. Unsurprisingly, the biggest reported issue with open plan offices is that workers find it difficult to concentrate or do work like writing, reading or research, work that requires peace and quiet. Solutions might include providing quiet areas where people go to work in the knowledge that they won't be disturbed by a colleague, bookable private rooms, rules about office etiquette, signals that tell someone you are working and don't want to be disturbed, or white noise machines to help drown out background chatter. While reduction in office footprint is undoubtedly a driver and benefit of moving to open plan, too many organisations simply reduce space without providing additional amenities. Worse, they pitch the idea of well-designed collaborative workspaces to staff, but ultimately end up cramming as many people as possible into a small footprint, under the guise of working collaboratively. There is nothing better at killing collaboration and team cohesion than forcing people to work in confined spaces with limited ancillary immunities to retreat to. Spaces that provide home comforts, like the ability to easily make tea or coffee, or take a break, without having to leave the building or floor, have obvious productivity advantages. They also rank highly in several studies on workplace design. We know that humans are not designed to sit for lengthy periods, even in the most ergonomically friendly chair. There is a big move to sit-stand desks at the moment, but providing multiple furniture options from sofas to standing benches encourages staff to become less sedentary and can be very beneficial from a health standpoint. Know when to open plan. When companies move to open plan, there is a notion that management should lead from the front, with everyone from administrative staff to the CEO sitting in the same space. While this is admirable and very often makes good sense, there can be negative effects. Workers often report that it can be more difficult to get a private word with their managers if they work in open plan as opposed to a private office. Furthermore, open plan offices can also lead to presenteeism. If your boss sits beside you, you might be less likely to leave on time. There are also productivity considerations. If a manager, or any worker for that matter, spends 80% of their time in meetings, there is a strong argument that they should have a private office with a meeting table. Conversely, there can be an argument for administrative staff to have their own office. For example, placing a secretary that takes a large number of calls or has a lot of visitors or deliveries into an open plan office can be disruptive for everyone else. Giving them a private office or a space might be a better solution for all. This podcast is based on an original article for RT Brainstorm by John Walsh from TU Dublin. Explore more at rt.ie/slash brainstorm.